Welcome to the Naturopathic Life and Living Podcast. This is your host, Dr. Francis, where I'm going to be talking about all kinds of things underneath the sun, everything that has to do with life, living, and your healthcare. So today I want to talk about your soul. Yep, that's what I want to talk about. I want to talk about the essence of you, who you are, who you decided that you were going to be when you came to this planet, when you were born, when you were manifested into a body. What exactly was the energy of who you were and how you came to be because who you are is the combination of who your father was at the moment that you were conceived because all of his sperm get created in a temporary moment and then they're gone and then new ones are constantly being remade and expelled so to say. So every sperm that gets created is a representation of him in that period of his life when that sperm exists and then the other half of you which is your mother's egg was actually created when your mother was inside her mother because her eggs were created, which is the half of you that is that seed of her while she was inside her mother. So your grandmother actually carried you as a seed inside your mother when your mother was inside her mother growing and developing. So you actually were being carried by your grandmother. So you are a combination of all the experiences of not only your grandmother, but your mother throughout her entire life up until the moment of your delivery or the delivery of you and your father, all of his experiences that led up to the moment of when conception took place. So not only are you those different parts, but you're also yourself as well. So you have a specific frequency, a specific intention, a specific aspect of who you are. And oriental medicine understands this concept, but it isn't something that we talk about in conventional medicine or even something that a lot of people talk about either. So your many aspects, your your father and his evolution and development and everything he learned, positive and negative, all the good traits, all the bad traits, all of the lessons, whether they were positive or negative, his insecurities and fears, his confidences, his desires, his goals, his dreams, his issues, all of that up until the moment of the conception. So everything that he learned after you, you don't have that, but any of your siblings from him, they do up until the time when they were created. But your mother, everything that she learned, and then of course the stuff from your grandmother, biologically, because that's how you get created physiologically, because all of those emotions, all of those thoughts, all of those things are chemicals that create your body. And then the way that you function is based off of all of those different hormones and chemicals and things like that, that are creating the tissues in your body and the building blocks and all of that. So everything then that your mother experienced and learned and understood and all of that up until the moment that you are delivered because she's still thinking, she's still feeling, she's still learning stuff, she's still doing. And while you are in her uterus and you're attached to her, it's like your body is hers. And so all of her emotions, which are neurochemicals, are going through your body. So if she was elated, then you felt happy. If she was scared or tense, you felt that and your experience was those emotions. So if you've been, you know, anxiety ridden your whole entire life and that's the kind of kid that you were, maybe it has nothing to do with you, but it has to do with that's what your mother's experience was while she was pregnant with you. And because your bodies were attached and you were getting directly whatever she was getting, you thought that that was your experience because it was your experience, but it wasn't generated because of you. And that's not who you are. That's what she was perseverating about while she was pregnant with you. And so you receiving it was just a byproduct, a consequence of her having those feelings. And maybe those feelings weren't even hers. Maybe that was genetic stuff that came through because that's what her mother was 
feeling or, you know, that's where her father was at the time when she was conceived. But then there's also that aspect of you that's you because you are an individual soul that came manifested at such a vibration that created that body, that physical form, which is now you. But then there's also all of the energetics, all of the stars that were aligned. And, you know, people will talk about all of that with the zodiac and astrology and where were the certain placements of different stars and things like that, which all has an association with frequency and vibration, which is why they have all of that astrology kind of stuff with the zodiac where people that are all born under Sagittarius have these characteristics and things like that because everything is just frequency and vibration and that's a manifestation of your body and of the environment when you were born which is you know whatever time of year that associates to those time frames and those zodiac signs so until you realize that the issues that you're dealing with and your goals and your passions and the things that you want to do if you don't realize that yours are separate than what your parents were then everything that is your issue is going to get passed down through your kids unless you either a learn that there's a better way of coping so you learn so you adapt so you change and you progress that's evolution or you realize that that's not you those issues are their issues so if you go through generational lines and then you see the family's issues are the family's issues from generation after generation after generation and they even say sins of the father or the sins of the son no just because you inherit some way of survival does not mean that that is how you need to survive. That was just the way that your ancestors were able to survive, but that has nothing to do with you because your environment has changed since what their environment was, even if the only thing that's different because some families stay in the same environment and the same situation and know the same people and all those different things, but didn't try to say that nothing really changes, but technically things are changing all the time. Even just the fact that metabolism is happening, there always has to be change. There always has to be something different or else it's death. And then when there's death and there's still breakdown. And so things are always constantly changing. So then the core essence of who you are, who are you? What did you come here to experience? See, a lot of people don't even realize that coming to live is actually an experience of being able to be. So then really the whole entire point and purpose of being alive is to express who you actually are and to live and follow your passions to manifest and materialize those things that matter to you to be who you really are. The thing is, is that, and I've talked about this a little bit before, when you come into the family that you're born into, and then you're in an environment. So as little babies, we're completely dependent on being taken care of. And babies are not capable of having control over their mouth muscles to be able to talk. Plus, they have to learn the language of the people in their environment. So what do certain sounds mean? How do you get what you want? How do you get your needs taken care of? And so for babies, what do they do? They scream, they cry, they have a need, they feel hunger, whatever the thing is, they scream. And that is the very first thing that babies learn is that when they need their needs met, they cry, they scream. We don't really forget that. So again, unless you learn something that tells you there's a better way to get your needs met, so you let go of that screaming, crying attitude, manipulation technique, way of getting your needs met, or you get abused for doing it. So therefore you realize that that's not effective because you feel pain and your needs don't get met. Those are the only two reasons that would stop somebody from screaming to get their needs met. As an adult, unless one of those two things happen, the first thing that happens when people get frustrated, they're not getting their needs met. They want somebody to pay attention to them. What do they do? They get louder, right? They yell about something and that changes an adaptation. So when we're born and we're born into an environment, we have to be able to observe the environment. That's what we do. As babies, we watch our environment. We 
take in what's happening. We learn how to survive in the environment that we're in. We realize this is what we're supposed to do in order to get what we want or to get what we need. And then the people in your environment shape who you actually become because they tell you, no, we're not allowed to do this. You can't do that. You have to be like this. Oh, oh, you're the girl. Oh, you're the boy. Oh, you're the second child or, oh, you're the baby or, oh, you're this. So they put meaning behind how they perceive that you fit into that family. And typically we just accept that because that's what we're being told. That's what we're witnessing in our environment. And so that's who people become. But that's not who you actually are. You alter who you are because you are an amazing student of life. We all are amazing students, regardless of if you think that you are or not. And people aren't actually unmotivated. People actually aren't lazy. Those are just things that people learn based in the environment that they're in. Because if you were not the high achiever, if you were not the one that was goal oriented, then that sperm never would have actually found that egg. You never would have been complete. You never would have connected with the other half of you that created that body, which is now you that has been changing over the years and adapting to your surroundings and whatever. If you were just somebody that was like, nah, don't really care. I'm really depressed, whatever. That sperm would have died way before it ever found the egg. It certainly would have not united with it. It wouldn't have created you. You learned in your environment to slow down, to stop, to be unmotivated, to not achieve things because the people in your environment scared you or hurt you. Those are the only reasons why people stop achieving. And that's another thing that I want to address is that there's a lot of judgment surrounding achievements. So for example, when people say, I've been accused of being an overachiever, I'm not an overachiever. I'm a high achiever, but I'm not an overachiever because if I'm an overachiever and anybody that's been told that they're an overachiever, what's the standard that these certain people are going over? So that's a judgment call. That's saying that the standard is lower and that they're going above it. Who gets to decide what those people are the ones that are saying are the standard? High achievers are not overachievers. That's a negative connotation saying that they do too much. No, somebody who calls a high achiever an overachiever is just justifying the fact that they're an underachiever because they don't want to feel bad about being not motivated to be able to get off their asses and do something. And so they say to the high achievers that they are overachievers to guilt them into being who they are because God forbid, oh my goodness, that they bypass somebody else who's too lazy to get off their ass and do anything. So that is a judgment call against somebody who's making somebody else feel bad for not achieving what they could be or should be based on who they actually are. And of course, not everybody wins the race with a competition. Not everybody gets to the finish line at the same time. Not everybody continues on until the finish line. But those are limitations that are set in you that are typically not physical limitations, but are psychological limitations that your environment has put on you that you've accepted because of a survival technique. Because like I said, everybody is an amazing, brilliant student of life, but not everybody's environment is the same. You are a consequence of your environment, but how does that differ from the core of who you actually are? So what I would like to do is take a few minutes and have you settle in a little bit and reconnect with that core essence of who you really are, your soul, the part of you that's you, not your mom's issues, not your dad's issues, not your parents' insecurities, not their fears, but you, not anybody's anxiety, not anybody's depression, none of that. Okay, that's not who you really are. Even if you think that's who you are, that's not who you are. That's somebody else's issues that they were taught that in turn you were taught and that you took on, but that's not who you are. So moving forward, we're going to take a couple of minutes here and 
reconnect with your you. So please, if you are driving or operating any kind of heavy machinery or anything like that, please stop this podcast right now. And when you get to a place where you can just rest and close your eyes and not have to focus on anything that's important, so that way you are in a safe place where you won't be distracted from what you're doing by listening to me and you will be able to focus on listening to what I'm about ready to go through with with you. So again, make sure you're sitting still. You can find a place where you can rest. You can close your eyes. And if you're not, please stop this podcast. And then when you get to a safe place where you can close your eyes, then go ahead and turn it back on. So we're going to do a little bit of a hypnosis here. Some people call it meditation. Some people call it hypnosis. Some people call it mindfulness. Some people call it relaxation. Some people call it guided imagery. It doesn't matter what you call it. It's all the same thing. It's about focusing on yourself, being an observer to who you are and what you're experiencing and what you're witnessing. To put it simply, hypnosis is just the state of your conscious and your subconscious or unconscious believing the same message at the same time. And if you're super conscious, then you basically live in a state where essentially you know who you are, you remember everything and your issues aren't issues anymore. So you're clear in yourself and your being. Okay, so go ahead and have a seat as long as you're comfortable. If you want to lay down, you can prop your knees up. However, as most comfortable for you. Just keep in mind that some people fall asleep in hypnosis because there's a reason why you don't remember certain things. There's a reason why life happens and distractions take you away from who you are. There's a reason why people are so super busy that they do things and they keep themselves distracted so that way they don't have to remember certain things. The state of hypnosis brings you back to you so that way you can remember you know everything. Honestly, everybody knows what's wrong with them. Everybody knows how they got to that point. Everybody knows how to rectify the situation. It's just that people have been taught that they don't know that. So then they don't remember and then they don't realize that they do. Even when they tell you on a regular basis what's wrong with them and how to remedy it, people don't give themselves the authority to actually believe that they know what they're talking about and that they can fix themselves. Sometimes they just need a facilitator to help them remember that and have the confidence in themselves that they really know what they're talking about because you're the only you that there is. You're the only one that's lived your life from a first person perspective from beginning up until where you are right now. And so far, everything that's happened to you, you have 100% gotten through. You have overcome every single struggle and challenge that you've been faced with up until this point. Okay, so go ahead and if you don't have them closed yet, go ahead and close your eyes, take in a nice big breath and let it out. Another big breath and let it out. One more in and out. That's good. I want you to remember the happiest time that you had when you were little. The happiest time that you remember. Where were you at? What were you doing? Why were you happy? What was going on? Who did it involve? And how was that moment different than so many other moments of your life at the time? And then how is that moment different than moments now? What happened after that that brought you into being who you are now? 
Just breathe deeply. Breathe it in. And out. And breathe it in. And breathe it out. And one more time, breathe it in. And breathe it out. Really connect to that moment, that happy, special moment, the best moment of your life when you were a child. Really feel what it was like to be that you. What were your thoughts? What were your dreams? What did you imagine when you were doing the things that you were doing and the play that you took part in? What was your favorite game? What did you spend all your hours every single day doing? Did you build skyscrapers with Legos? Did you draw? Did you cook? Did you have a little play set of food? Who was in your life at the time? Who took care of you? How did that person make you feel? Do you still have a relationship with that person now? Has that relationship changed? And breathe in. And breathe out. And again, breathe it in. And breathe it out. Do it one more time. Breathe it in. And breathe it out. Go back to another time. What was the most favorite thing that you loved to do? Who were you with? Or were you with no one? You were just doing it by yourself. What were your hopes and dreams? What game did you play? What made you happiest? And how is that different from what you do now? How is that you different than the you you are today? And breathe in. And let it out. And breathe it in. And let it out. And this time slower, breathe it in. And let it out. Who was with you when you were doing what you loved doing the most? Or were you doing things by yourself? How is that different than who you are today? How is that different than what you do today? What were your relationships like with other people and your caregivers back then? And have those relationships changed? What have you learned between then and now that caused you to adapt and change who you were allowed to show the world 
that you were? Did you have to build up boundaries and hide who you were to protect yourself? Or are you free to be you and express yourself faithfully as who you are? Go ahead and breathe it in. And breathe it out. Breathe it in. And out. Last time, breathe it in. And breathe it out. This time, when you breathe it in, envision that child that was you doing that absolute amazing favorite thing and embrace that. And when you breathe it out, anything that you learned that stopped you from being able to believe that that was something for you to cherish and enjoy. So breathe it in. Those amazing memories. And breathe it out. The lessons that you learned to stunt yourself. Breathe it in. Oh, how amazingly great and fun that was. And breathe it out. They wouldn't let you do it anymore. And last time, breathe it in. That's who you are. That's what you love to do. And that's what you want. And breathe out. No, you can't have it. They won't let you and you're not allowed. See, because you accepted it when they told you that. And what you forgot is that they're not allowed to tell you that you can't have that anymore. So be the you. Be your you. Be the you that has that passion. Be the you that has that creativity. Be the you that has the motivation to do and be who you are to do what you love, to use your own imagination, to figure everything out, because that's what you used to do until you learned that you couldn't do it anymore. And now I'm giving you permission to reclaim you. You are wonderful and amazing, and you 100% have permission to be authentic. When you're ready, embracing who you were, because that's not who you were, that's who you are. Go ahead and open your eyes. All right, everybody, that ends our episode for today. I hope you were able to get some helpful information to be able to live more naturally. So if you like what I had to say today and you found it beneficial or helpful, please go ahead and share. And if there's anything going on where you need to find a naturopathic doctor or for any reason you need somebody to talk to, please go ahead and call me at 586-405-7618. I give a free 15-minute consult to see how well we'll work together. Or you can find me online at canassist.me, that's C-A-N-N-A-S-S-I-S. This is Dr. Francis saying, enjoy, have fun, and until next time, 